Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Authentic Messengers. My name is Catherine Van Wetter and I will be your host today. Every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, I have been interviewing different authors from our new book, Life Sparks. All of these interviews will be archived, so if you miss one, you can go to www.blogtalk forward slash authenticmessengers.com. Please also visit us on Facebook, and our Facebook page is Authentic Messengers. And feedback is always welcome, a thumbs up, or anything else that you would like from the show would be greatly appreciated. So thanks so much for joining me, and I'm really excited. Um, Today my guest is Colette Stephan. I'm sure if I don't pronounce your name right, I will hear who is a magical speaker, author, and artist with a great sense of humor who shares universal life-transforming information to provide results that will inspire you to soar with her new heights, to would soar with her to new heights in the way of the dragons. So, and I just also learned from Colette that she does a radio show. So I'm really excited to find out more about Colette and what she does and how all of us during this time of transformation can learn to soar with the dragons. So hello, Colette. <laughs> Welcome. Hi. It's, um, I just wanted to thank you for this opportunity uh, to be interviewed by you. And thank you to everyone who's listening now and later. It's my pleasure. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm excited. And as you know, this the radio has been going on for a while. These interviews have. I, I have to shamefully say that I don't know how many folks I've interviewed. I just kind of am really working on being in the moment and excited to see who the next Tuesday will be. But thank you so much for joining us. I'm really excited. So tell me, it's, it's really um inspiring and a, a bit curious as, as you speak, as I introduced you as being a magical speaker um, with also sharing universal life transforming information. Would love to just start with that. How, please tell me more about your magic in your speaking realm and also soaring with the dragons or being <laughs> in, in the of the dragons. Well, for myself, um, I started my journey into uh, energetic healing work. Um, you know, it's uh, what I do basically is uh, tr- track energetic weaknesses that are mm-hmm. not in alignment with someone um, that may be affecting their health or their wealth or happiness, um, relationships, you know, uh, on, on many, on every level. And so by tracking energetic weaknesses um, and being able to shift them very quickly on an energetic level, it allows people to be in alignment with where they want to go. And so I I started that, um, you know, I really kind of got pushed into this energy in many ways um, about a decade ago. And Mm -hmm. I have been very fortunate, very blessed to work with some very amazing mentors and with some amazing colleagues. And so my um, journey started when I, uh, my my father became very ill and he was in and out of the hospital for three and a half years before he passed. And then shortly after, um, about five weeks after that, my niece was, um, uh, in a a car accident 
coming back. She was 18 at the time, and she was about to start university, and um, they were her and her three friends were hit by a drunk driver, and um, oh. her you know her friend was killed, and uh, my niece was um, was re- she the the paramedics um, managed to revive her at the scene. And then she had a, um, you know, she had six hours surgery. It was a very, very challenging um, night that night. Um, so soon after losing our dad, and then this happening, and this, this, um, my niece is my sister's daughter, and her only child, and it was very, very, very hard um, to go through that. And she had six hours surgery, and then we were informed. We were so excited because they told us she was going to live. And then they told us that she was brain damaged uh, severely oh. and that um, she would never mm. attend university again and that she, you know, it was highly unlikely that she was going to be productive. And my sister at that time absolutely refused to accept this and contacted a long-distance healer. Back then he was just a 16-year-old kid and he was in British Columbia, Canada, and oh. this accident mm. happened in Saskatchewan. And so when, when mm-hmm. she uh, contacted this young man, he started working um, on my niece from a photograph. That's how he worked back then. And he, um, she started to improve. And after wow. he worked on her eight or nine times, like three and a half months later, she was actually able to attend university. She's married now. She has two daughters. She's modeling. She's doing everything. And more, most important of all is that uh, her personality remained the same beautiful, shining personality that she had beforehand. And when wow. I saw, you know, her re- recover in this way, it was a miracle. And the doctors are, you know, this is a miracle. And um, mm-hmm. to, to have that, to see that, to witness that with my own eyes, <laughs> that I wanted mm-hmm. to know, number one, Okay, I, I, I recognize now that uh, remote healing is possible. I wanted to know, mm-hmm. how did he do it? <laughs> and um, is everybody able to do this? And if so, how am I going to step in and do this? Because I was really interested. After being through so much with my father in the hospital and seeing so many things happen, it was really... Um, I wanted to recognize that there's a better way to look after people. And so I started on this journey, like just determined to find out if I could do this. And, you know, since then I found out that not only can I do this, but everyone that I come in contact with, I can help them remember how to do this. (laughs) And so we all, uh, yeah, and this has been a journey for me. And I just decided at that time to really explore this and I've been doing that ever since really really wow. um, is it Adam yes was it Adam Adam yeah. dream healer yeah yes I, right I had an opportunity to be with him in Portland years and years and years and years ago um so and it was quite phenomenal wow thank mm-hmm. you so isn't it amazing isn't it amazing that oftentimes I'm sure that well, I know that all of us have this gift and many have forgotten. And yet, isn't it inspiring to know that with incidences that happen, so-called tragedies or things that happen in our lives, it often will either awaken a dormant 
a dormant gift that is just lying in wait to be awoken, um, or it also just has us reach out to see what what direction we're going in as far as what our gift of healing is. So with did you study with him, or how is it that you well, what happened were your gifts is, reawoken after this? Or? Um, well, I, I that's what inspired me <laughs> is mm-hmm. seeing. I mean, when you you know. There, um, in one way, it was so challenging. <laughs> it was so challenging right. uh, to lose my father. In what way? Uh, my, it... my father had Guillain-Barré yeah. syndrome, and so he was paralyzed from head to head to toe for within a 36-hour period, and it was very challenging. He had to learn how to, you know, regain everything in his body again, and um, it took a long time, you know, and a lot of damage was done to his body. And so I was watching how this was happening, and I just felt that um, this was my number one priority after this. My daughters were both at an age where I could explore those things more. And so I started studying it, and I, I began um, studying with uh, Cam Ewan, who is a 35th generation Shaolin master. And I studied him. Wow. I followed him like I was a groupie, <laughs> followed him everywhere because I recognized that what he was doing um, really resonated with me. And then mm-hmm. when, you know, I, I started really getting, um, you know, proficient at that, and I studied psychosomatic uh, therapy, which is the study of uh, what emotions do to our body when we're in wow. the womb and while we're being raised and what, you know, what we're told about ourselves. And I studied with Herman Mueller, who is a genius, he's, um, uh, you know, he, he was, I, I saw him in action, and I went, okay, I want to learn what he knows. <laughs> and so I, I studied with him for about five years and have my teacher's certificate in psychosomatic therapy, which I use uh, along with my energy work. I also studied crystals and uh, crystal healing. Uh, I have my master's in that. And then I studied, uh, I wanted to understand Okay, we are all connected. I, people say that all the time, but it felt like when I was talking about this to people that, well, how are we all connected? You know, like really, how does that mm-hmm. work? And so I decided to go, um, I did not have a really good track record in math <laughs> in high school, but I decided that, okay, I've got to find me a quantum physicist. <laughs> that can explain this to me in a way that it improves my ability to shift energy. And so I went and I studied with the Resonance Project Foundation, and eventually that year I decided to become an emissary. Um, The Resonance Project Foundation is about bringing science and um, spirituality together and also about free Mm -hmm. energy for the planet and, you know, understanding the uh, physics behind the way things work. That was very challenging mm-hmm. for me because I was not, um, I thought the math was going to be very hard. But what happened is I understood the underworkings of what uh, Nassim was teaching in a level that really, really propelled me forward because I understood how what I was doing was happening. And so that was, uh, um, you know, about, I guess, in 2012 that uh, I became an emissary with them and. But, you know, I find that I work with people, um, generally I do private sessions, generally uh, all from a- around the world. 
Um, and I've been very fortunate, as I said, with working with a lot of amazing, uh, you know, colleagues and, and people who are also interested in doing this work. So three years ago, I was approached to do a radio show, and it's called mm. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens, and it's on, with Transformation <laughs> Talk Radio. And I um, started inviting people to come on and just uh, allow themselves to feel what it's like to get shifted very quickly with a problem that's really bothering them. And so mm-hmm. I feature different energy workers and we, you know, people phone in for the radio show and we just shift them on the spot. And it's amazing wow. what happens. And so, you know, I've traveled back and forth across Canada teaching seminars for the last, oh, I guess, seven, eight years. And um, so I've been back and forth across Canada, and I taught a seminar with my colleague, Leroy uh, Malouf, who also comes on my radio show. And um, we went to Egypt, taught a seminar there, have been in Europe. I work with Mark Kettenbach, who is from Germany, and we started teaching seminars together called Energetic Upgrade uh, about uh, two and a half years ago now, three years ago, we decided that uh, we both, we had met seven years ago, we were both like working with each other every week, and we decided, okay, now we have an even better way, (laughs) because Mark and I are always looking for different ways of explaining this to people so that they can get it. You know, um, people... um, have different ways of learning. Some people learn more visually, some people by sound. And so we've used, uh, you know, all of this decade he's worked and that I've worked on energy work, brought it together and created uh, energetic upgrade seminars, which we've been teaching in Canada and in Germany and also in England. And so now we um, just created an online program, and uh, we're really excited about that because people were saying we want an online program so we don't have to travel. And so that just we just finished that up about a couple months ago, and, and that is available at energeticupgrade.com. And so I have a lot of things that I was working on. At, a, at the same time, I've been working on... Uh, I started doing paintings of these beautiful dragons and um, their stories would come to me and I just have so much fun doing that. And I started painting these uh, dragons about nine years ago and just in the last few months, um, there's 25 of them done now and I've been using those as energetic, uh, energetic correcting cards. And they're the, the, I call it Tales from the Vector. That's T-A-I-L-S from the Vector dot com. That's where, um, you know, these energy shifting cards, just by having them feng shui-wise in your home, help you to shift energy for um, what's bugging you or what's bothering you. And so those I just brought out a couple months ago. So it's been very busy. I, I, um, the, the, I recognized about three years ago that I have been looking at so many different ways to share this information. And so that is a fun way of sharing it. And people love the dragons and they tell me, oh, I, you know, like the dragons come to them in their dreams. These dragons are actually from, um, they're un- about unconditional love. They're not scary dragons. <laughs> they might, you know, they're yeah. they're about um, unconditional love, and they're about galactic um, love, uh, about universal love. 
And so um, I have a lot of fun sharing the information like that. And then about three years ago, I decided I'm writing a book. And so I wrote a book, and uh, it took me two and a half years to write it. It's called The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens. And it is um, uh, stuff you wish your mom had known to tell you. <laughs> the funny thing was that this book was, it's like 530 pages. And it was a lot, it was all the different, all the work I've done over the last 10 years, bringing it together and sharing that step by step with people, how they can shift energy if they've taken any um, classes with me or if they haven't. It, 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 it explains how this actually works. And I'm very happy with that book. Um, the Truth is Funny Shift Happens uh, came out uh, October of last year. And it's available on Amazon and at Lulu and also on my website for signed copies. And uh, I, I'm starting to get some amazing feedback of uh, my intention was that as people read this book, they would automatically start shifting into a better life. And I've had a lot of emails around that, um, people who have read the book and comments saying, wow, <laughs> this book really works. <laughs> so, you know, um, it's, I've been kind of driven to share this information because at all my uh, seminars that I've taught, I recognize that I can show people how to do this. And I can mm -hmm. show people um, how to do it in simple ways that they understand, and this is really a, a passion for me. Um, I feel that all of us here that are sharing this planet right now have this ability to step into our higher um, good, <laughs> and as each and every one of us does that from a place of peace and of uh, being connected, you know, and being um, following our hearts, and being in that energy, what happens is it allows us to move forward in such a powerful way. And, you know, I, I, the truth is funny shift happens is kind of like a fun thing <laughs> because a lot of times uh, when people are having a, a major challenge in their life, they have a tendency to either laugh or cry when you're energetically shifting them. And a lot of times if someone's really upset about something and then they get it and they get that aha moment, they start to laugh. And that's why, that's how the name came up <laughs> for the radio Thank show. Thank you, because I, I wondered how you came up with it um, <laughs> and it really makes it light of heart to do it. Thank you so much for doing the work you do. And as you know, especially now, or we could just say all the time, but especially now in lieu of, of what's happening and in the world and people losing hope and feeling powerless and feeling demoralized. So it's, it's wonderful that tools are available for folks to remember who they are. So thank you. Um, thank you. Thank oh, you. For it's doing my your pleasure. Work. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it when people shift, <laughs> yeah. you know, I wonder if you so would, good. I wonder I wonder if you would if you would be able to demonstrate, you know, if, if you remotely for those who are listening, I, I mm -hmm. I'm sure maybe in the future when they get on the archive show, but if you would be willing to just kind of demonstrate how you do it, that sure. would be awesome. Sure. Um, well, thank you. If 
if if um, I could do an energetic shift for everybody listening now and listening later. And yes, thank you. when you were mentioning this about what's going on in the planet, what came to me as soon as you said that is, yes, there are a lot of people that are bothered right now by what's going on in the planet. Mm-hmm. Having said that, when I tested energetically, and what I'm doing is I'm going to, um, using what I call the higher self network, um, HSN, instead of, um, you know, um, um, messenger or whatever, it's, it's we are all connected to our higher self network. And mm-hmm. we all have that ability to tap into that. That is our connection to source energy. And what happens for a lot of people is, you know, people are most of the time working on their physical needs uh, in this world, mm-hmm. on the third dimensional needs, um, career, um, you know, mortgage payments, raising children, you know, all of that. And for the first time in a very long time since we know in history, uh, documented that um, we have an ability to tap into so much information right now because of the Internet. And so yeah. for, um, for a lot of people, the number one energetic weakness that I'm picking up right now, just phew, if I kind of pull all this energy in together, is I'm getting a very clear um, message that the, the, the leading weakness here um, that is out of alignment for most people is that they have a feeling that the world is going from bad to worse. Mm-hmm. And um, that does not test energetically strong. In many ways, there's um, many more enlightened people on this planet because we have access to information. And so this access to this information can give people a lot of choices. And so sometimes people get triggered by having too many choices. You know, it's, it's too much information and not knowing which information is accurate and which information is inaccurate is a leading weakness for a lot of people right now. And we see that, Mm -hmm. you know, um, so what, you know, my chapter in the Life Sparks um, book is about how opportunities are often hidden as challenges. And so Mm -hmm. when people run into a challenge, what happens is they go energetically weak a lot of the time to their absolute best or their absolute worst. And Mm -hmm. we can use our central nervous system. That would be like if we were to think about our um, body as being like a binary computer, um, that means either on or off. In this case, weak or strong, energetically in alignment or out of alignment. Um, Not that like if someone, if I say that's weak, it doesn't mean that the person themselves is weak. It means that they are not in alignment with what they're saying, doing, what's being said to them. And so all of us have this intuition within us, and we want to strengthen that, and that's what I'm energetically tapping into is for everybody listening right now or listening later, that our intuition is really strong and that our perception around our intuition is really strong. So that uh, Mm -hmm. if we're told something, say, on the news, and we feel sort of a drop in our energy, we recognize, hey, that's weak. You know, is it weak because what's being said is not the truth or is it weak because we don't agree with it or many of these things? 
the number one weakness that comes up as soon as I ask that question to my higher self is for most people, um, when they see a challenge, they get so triggered by all the other challenges that they've had in their lives, accumulated and associated um, challenges is what's coming up, and not being able to see the possibility in it. And a lot of times when people see a challenge and they can't see any possibility in it, they go to this place where they're afraid of change. And so they, yeah. uh, even if they're changing for the better, a lot of people will go weak because of change. And so we want to strengthen everybody listening right now to change. And uh, the, the universe, uh, the entire universe is changing every second of every minute of every day. And we can strengthen for the changes that we choose for ourselves when we get into a place where we're neutral and we're not so triggered by the absolute worst or the absolute best. We're strong on both ends of that, that we can come into the middle and we can be neutral. When we are neutral, we are in a position where we're not panicking. You know, we're not saying, oh, my God, this is going to happen or that's going to happen or what if this happens? And so these, uh, when we step into this place, we can all go into this place where we can see the possibilities. And when we become mm -hmm. neutral and calm and go inward and get the answer from ourselves, what happens is we make really strong choices for ourselves. And mm -hmm. so this is, um, you know, and tuning into that intuition, every one of us does it slightly different because we are all unique human beings here. And, you know, I have a wealth of knowledge about, um, you know, I'm a mom. I have two daughters. I've been married. I've been divorced. I've um, run businesses. I've, you know, worked with houses. I've worked with children that are in competitive sports because my daughters were, you know, just all of these different experiences that I've had in my life are going to change for me the way that I'm going to shift energy just as you would have different experiences for yourself. And so right. the, the, the um, beautiful thing about it is we are unique and we all have our mm -hmm. own individual gifts. And this is what I find when I energetically shift people quite often They'll step into this place of creativity where all of a sudden they find out that they know how to, you know, they're a really good painter or they're a really good poet or they um, meet that special someone because now they're open to it. And the energetic weaknesses that were stopping them from doing that are now deleted. <laughs> and um, this ability to be able to do this is because we are all connected. There is not a single thought really in the planet. As soon as one of us has a thought, we all have access to that thought. And so mm -hmm. um, for, for me, what I've discovered is, yeah, at first when people get in touch with this, they're kind of amazed that, what do you mean this is possible? And they think, oh, it can't be that simple. It can't be that easy. Yes, it can actually be very easy <laughs> to shift energy when you can see what the problem is, recognize that, you know, break the problem down, recognize, oh, that's not even the, the story we tell ourselves quite often gets in our way. And so mm -hmm. just energetically for that, what I'm doing right now is I'm just focusing on everybody. I'm pulling in all the energy of everybody together and just strengthening that for everybody, that any change that um, 
we choose for ourselves that it would be for better. And so a lot of people have these weaknesses to change because a lot of the times we don't notice change unless it's for the worse. <laughs> You'll see this many, many times when, um, you're, when I'm working with people or at seminars where people have a tendency to focus on the problem rather than on the solution. And so the more that right. we focus on that same old story that we're telling ourselves, what happens is it, it stops us from moving forward in uh, um, a very strong, powerful way. And it doesn't require um, any special skills that um, we all have them. Some people are, you know, gifted more uh, towards their um, being able to tap into their intuition. Women have a tendency to be more intuitive than men in that way because we're allowed and taught when we're young girls that, you know, we can, whereas, you know, um, our intuition comes from our feeling, not from, mm-hmm. our, from our mind. And so for a lot of women, you know, um, a lot of mothers have had this experience where they just know I've got to phone my child. There's something wrong. And they call and they do that. And, and yeah, and they were right. And recognizing that we can become very consistent in this is um, what can provide relief for people and allow people to move into their, you know, highest good. And I love it. I just love it, how people shift. I have had um, several students now that are also moving forward and doing this work. In one particular, I have a young woman by the name of Nicole Short, who um, has a son that was diagnosed with autism and four other spectrum disorders. And really, she had showed up at one of my demos where I demonstrate this. And I brought her up front and worked on her. And then we did a session after. And within a week, her son was already, the psychiatrist was already talking about lowering his medication. You know, five years later now, this young man who was on five, he's 13 now, he was on five different medications on a daily basis. And he now is medication-free. He has moved into going to high school. He has friends now. He has his moments where he, you know, still has his meltdowns, but he is a highly functioning um, child that you wouldn't really know was labeled with all of these things. And a big reason for the why he shifted so much is his mom learned how to do it <laughs> and started um, yeah. to energetically strengthen him instead of worrying about him. And this is what's so beautiful is that when, you know, um, we recognize that, especially as mothers, that we can either worry about our children and have every thought we have kind of work against them, or we can tap into our ability to use our intuition and be really strong mothers, you know, and see our children doing Mm -hmm. well, see... Um, how our future, how we want it to look, and move in that direction. And so, you know, this is why I get so passionate about it, because then I, you know, I, I, I'm seeing what some of my students are now doing. And um, this woman in particular is helping a lot of children with autism now and helping their wow. parents. And, I mean, who better to do it than someone who's lived through it? You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. You know, oh, like... You know, for her to be able to say, (laughs) yes, my son had that. I understand. I mean, none of us can ever 100, 
100% experience what another person is going through. But one of the most challenging right. positions for any parent is watching your child suffer and feeling helpless about that. Mm-hmm. And so one of the yeah, strongest... Yeah, one of the strongest tools I was, that I have is teaching mothers not to worry about their children. <laughs> yeah, you know, it does, to, it's yeah. really, um, can you hear me? Okay. Yes, I can. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, it's, it is challenging, and being a mother of two sons, I, I notice sometimes sending out the vibe to one in particular, or both of them, you know, being worried in the world that we're growing up in or that they're growing up in, and, and recognizing before those thoughts actually hit the pavement to, yes. to reframe <laughs> it and to, to be able to trust and know that everything is, is um, unfolding perfectly and divinely and I, I am so grateful for what you do and I've I've had the opportunity to meet a lot of different healers and there's a lot of folks out there doing really great work and there's folks out there who um, are charlatans in many ways of, of saying things that aren't always for the highest truth and I really sense that the work you're, you do is of such a high uh, high integrity you practice that I feel that you practice that thank you I also- I feel you know in this um, industry of alternative healing yes this is an industry and um, yeah. that's why for myself I prefer to um, work with people in a way that you know I share when I wrote my book I shared everything I knew for you know the last that I gathered information from for the last 10 years. Some of that information, it's, it's very ahead of its time because I have a tendency to travel with people that are real forward thinkers. And mm-hmm. um, so when I, you know, when I share information, I like to share it. You know, when Mark and I teach a seminar or on our online program, we are very careful to keep it simple so that people aren't overwhelmed by it. Um, that it really, you know, that we all can do this. And as we put it into practice, then we're able to um, really move forward in a way and we start to see the results. See, um, I'm not impressed by so much by people's credentials (laughs) as I am by the results. And if, uh, if I get a result that's beneficial for someone, that brings me a lot of joy. And what people need to understand about alternative healing is that any healing that is happening is happening from the person who is right. um, uh, each and every one of us heals ourselves and heals our situation ourselves. What I do is I get in touch with the energetic weaknesses and clear what other people are not neutral to seeing so that they can move forward mm-hmm. in a more powerful way. And some people will just phone and have a session and then their problem's solved and they're just happy to continue on the way they were. And that's cool too because we're all on our own journey here. And then some people decide, hey, I want to learn more about this. This is fun. <laughs> you know? Yeah, to and, pay it forward. To pay yeah. it forward with, yeah. with guiding and assisting others. Yeah. And so, you know, there's you know, so many a- people... Oh, sorry. I mean, I'm in this book with all these other um, people who want to inspire other people. Mm -hmm. And uh, that inspiration is 
um, just coming from the joy of living a good life that I want to live and being in my integrity and doing the work the way that, uh, you know, it changes as I go because I'm always learning more and um, I'm always open to um, getting better at doing this, you know, and so it's fun. <laughs> like, it's And the field's not static either. It's always shifting and changing. So the energetic field, I'm sure that you're working in. Yeah, oh, totally. It's always changing yeah. every second, as I said. And so if everybody recognizes that we can steer that reality to a better one, then there's no need to fear change. Change is right. happening whether we're aware of it or not. <laughs> That's yeah, we the one are constant thing the yeah. one constant thing that people can always depend on. You know, it's interesting. I work with as you may know, I work with a lot of highly sensitive people and just curious what and a lot of them that I work with are feeling the heaviness and the burdens of what's happening right now and collapsing. Well, when you say that into, though when you say that, yeah. though, and I, I don't mean to interrupt, but, like, I want to say this because it energetically came up, and this is kind of how I work, is mm-hmm. I have a tendency to skip around a bit because I'm following the energetic weakness. And when people say, generally, that they're sensitive, a lot of times mm-hmm. uh, people that, are, um, that you're talking about here that you're working with, they are very sensitive. And they've been told many times growing up that they're too sensitive. (laughs) And generally, when I test that energetically, uh, people that are told that they're too sensitive are generally people who are hanging out with people who aren't sensitive enough. (laughs) And the sensitivity that we have, that can easily be energetically shifted so that our sensitivity Mm -hmm. starts to work for us rather than against us. So that if we feel that twinge in our body, like we're so sensitive and this is really bothering us, we can ask ourselves, what is this really about? And then Mm -hmm. energetically shift that, and then our sensitivity now works for us because it tunes us into our intuition and our perception and keeps us open-minded. So the work you're doing with sensitive people is very important because... Um, sensitive people are the ones that feel <laughs> and a lot right. of us are taught yeah. to shut feeling down so we want to strengthen that for everybody that sensitivity is not a good thing or a bad thing it's something that you experience and if you start noticing you'll notice what your triggers are you know like if um, sometimes people will see something on the news and it upsets them you know there's shooting or whatever and it's kind of like um, it's kind of in their world now, and the fear comes in. And so this is really important that we can, you know, delete, um, like dilute the fear and move into this place of recognizing that we are spinning into better. <laughs> and, right. yeah, you know, and really, and what we I- just have more information now. Before, we weren't aware of what was going on, like our ancestors – you know, can you imagine, like, someone who's 100 years old right now, what they have experienced and now what they, you know, from when they were raised to now <laughs> with all the technology? You know, um, mm-hmm. people who didn't get raised on cell phones <laughs> or Pokemon Go, <laughs> all of these things, right? Yeah. And so we need to be aware of this, that a lot of our um, fears are actually coming 
from our ancestors, and they really aren't really belonging to us. And so we mm-hmm. want to strengthen for, you know, when you're doing this, um, uh, the sensitive people are the ones that can feel. And you, you, as I said, you do not um, tune into your intuition by thinking. You tune into your intuition by feeling. And you can actually literally feel it when your energy drops in your body. And everybody kind of has their own guidance system of that, like of, oh, gee, that's out. You know, like when you get that kind of sick feeling or your energy drops, that means that you're not in alignment. That's all. And it doesn't have to be good or bad Mm -hmm. or positive or negative. It can just be an experience that you're going through and that you are experiencing this right now and that you can choose um, not so much what the experience is, but you can choose how you feel about it, about um, stopping the automatic reaction and the fear and allowing yourself to see the possibilities. And so this is beautiful when people use their sensitivity in this way. And, yeah, and what you know, I was saying go for what it, I yes. was saying was that a lot of people I've worked with have collapsed into depression and anxiety was what and that's what I wanted to say and so I, I appreciate you what you said around that. I'm curious with what are some of the limitations that you're noticing and some of the biggest challenges you've faced since you embarked on this journey. Probably one of the biggest ones for me is this whole dynamic of, you know, having a a very clear understanding of what is strong energetically and what is weak and watching people do things weak. (laughs) And most most worst of all is if I do something weak, (laughs) I just know that I'm going to have a lot of cleanup to do after. And so what I mean by that is if I'm in a position where I have a business decision to make or um, I need to do something, uh, when I started this journey, I mean, I was bullied in, in school, very, very, very bullied. And I would literally throw up going to school, like just get sick at the thought of having to go there. And so I was really afraid to speak in public, like terrified. And so I had to mm-hmm. do a lot of energetic shifting to get myself into a place where, oh, okay, I, I, I'm going to be able to talk about this. I, that was my number one weakness when I first started. And so I started um, doing, um, working on myself energetically and started taking belly dance lessons. And I thought, well, if I can dance, then I can stand up and talk. That's not as hard, right? But uh, so I, you know, I started dancing and started like getting myself out there and speaking in public. Then when I was, you know, as I was doing all this energy work, um, uh, one of the other things that I found is for a lot of people that are on this path and they have information to share and they're alternative healers or or however you want to say that, a lot of people have uh, weakness on a spiritual level to making money um, by um, shifting things for other people. And so this is, um, you know, the, the dynamic between that because uh, if I'm going to share this information, I have to be able to make enough money to continue to share this information. It's expensive to share information, <laughs> you know, to have a radio show, to have, um, you know, to, to promote seminars, to have websites, all of this 
Uh, it's about taking these consistent steps of action towards those goals. And so I found that, you know, in the very beginning, like just being so really scared to go out there and speak. And um, overcoming that was huge for me. And it was a gradual process. It took me a year of, um, you know, energetically shifting myself and finding, okay, what's this about? Now why am I, you know, uh, why am I afraid to speak in front of, um, you know, and when it came to um, being offered to do a radio show, at first I was, like, scared of that too, you know, because that's another new um, venture. And putting yourself out there and not feeling, like, 100% um, that you have, you know, all the skills in place yet. And so I find for a lot of people in the alternative healing industry, they want to perfect themselves first and then start talking about it. And there is some value in that. But none of us are ever going to be perfectly perfect. <laughs> we're, you know, right. we're, um, we, we, are, um, pro, uh, pro, we are in the process. And so when I got to a certain point where I recognized, well, hey, I'm getting good results and I seem to be able to explain this to people and they seem to be able to get it, then I'm going to go out there and, um, you know, I'm kind of a perfectionist by nature. So that would be a very, that was very challenging for me is knowing that, you know, oh my God, what if it's not perfect? (laughs) Since then I found out that there's perfection and imperfection. (laughs) For all yes. of us, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. you know, and you know, and that's kind of I feel that I'm very, um, I honor people who are willing to go out there and be authentic with themselves, and to mm-hmm. be themselves, because we all have our own special gifts that we have to share with this universe, <laughs> and right. you yeah. know, none, none, no one is you but you, <laughs> so you're going to do it in your beautiful way. And um, that, that I find for people, it's taking that first step a lot of the time, um, taking that mm-hmm. first consistent step of action when the goal seems so far away. But really when people just, uh, you know, like you um, get into a place where you energetically shift the weaknesses, then you can move forward much more quickly and start strengthening yourself that you're going to take consistent steps of action towards your goal. As long as people are taking consistent steps of action towards their goal, the universe recognizes that. The mm-hmm. universe likes action. <laughs> you may have noticed. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. And I wonder what you, as a culture, it feels like a lot of a lot of people have been entrained to to operate from their head, to operate from the ego. And more and more people are recognizing the power of, of our sensitivity, knowing that our body takes in everything. Wondering what your hit is on folks who are run exclusively by their ego and what place you find the ego has in all of this. Okay, so for me, the ego, when people talk about the ego, um, I don't consider an ego to be a good or a bad thing. An ego just is. Mm-hmm. And, um, right. Without an ego, we probably wouldn't get much done because I have to have some sort mm-hmm. of ego to be able to talk myself into going on a radio show or standing up in front of the public and speaking. You know, and so, and of not just speaking, but also demonstrating how this works. It's quite a bit of pressure. It's not just about talking about the work, but demonstrating right there on the spot. 
that it works. <laughs> and mm-hmm. that, you know, um, for a lot of people, that, that ego is important. What, what a lot of people refer to as the ego, I feel that's kind of more like our, um, we have a subconscious mind. Our subconscious mind is formed by the time we're seven. And mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the thoughts in our subconscious mind aren't, don't belong to us. They belong to our parents, you know, our upbringing, our religion that we were raised in, um, you know, the economic um, circumstances that we've been in while we were being raised, the country we live in, whether we're a man, a woman, you know, um, you know there's so many factors here. And so as, you know, um, our subconscious mind quite often is that what I feel people call that ego, where we jump to the, this is what we should do, could do, have to do. Um, Our spiritual experiences are more held in our unconscious mind, which is, you know, a lot of people um, believe in past lives. And so um, when we get into that and we start recognizing that we may have had spiritual experiences other than the one we're having on this earth at this time, those, mm-hmm. those are also experiences that are part of our memory, part of our, our being. And so when people um, are talking about the ego, I don't see the ego as being good or bad. I see um, doing, uh, um, taking action in your words, your thoughts, your um, desires, if they are weak energetically, uh, that usually is what people are calling uh, the ego. And so Mm -hmm. for a lot of people, that ego can be very, very challenging, (laughs) which, you know, um, when you're doing energetic work, when you start to realize, hey, every single relationship that you have Number one, the most important one is the one you have with yourself. And for a lot of people, what this means is taking responsibility for your actions instead Mm -hmm. of blaming it on Mm -hmm. other people. And when I say taking responsibility, I'm not talking about um, being responsible in the way that you have to look after everybody else and you're going to be the responsible one and everybody else is going to flit off. I'm talking about um, being able to respond to any situation that happens. And if a person goes inward for that, then they're using their subconscious, their unconscious, and their conscious mind congruently and with balance, and they are going to have a better outcome. And so the whole ego thing for me is kind of, um, I think it's misconstrued some of the time. Uh, if uh, we do we do live in this third dimensional world, we do need to provide um, food on the plate for our children. We need uh, shelter. You know um, what's coming up though uh, with the ego thing is that a lot of people are confusing their wants with their needs, and mm-hmm. a lot of this comes through advertising. You know, and all of, you know the way that our society lives right now. Uh, but we as individuals mm-hmm. always have the choice over what, what's in, what our main priorities are for ourselves. And mm-hmm. I find that, um, you know, when people do that, they're generally happier, <laughs> quite a bit happier, <laughs> you know, when they're not just following mm-hmm. the crowd. It's challenging, but yeah. it's also very fulfilling. Mm-hmm. To follow our own North Star. And as we're starting to wrap up, do you have anything that you would like to leave the listeners with as we begin to close up. Yeah, the truth is funny. Shift happens. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, 
even now, um, people may notice that um, their energy feels different just from you and I sharing this information together. And and I just want to once again say thank you to anyone listening now or later, um, having an open mind and allowing yourself to um, give yourself total permission to be the gift that you are. That's basically what this book of inspiration is. It's it's a, a gathering of stories from people who have, you know, not led the most perfect life, but they maybe have, and they've had their challenges. However, it's not so much um, that they've had the challenges, it's what they've done with the challenges. And mm-hmm. so we it's all like have control over that. Yeah, there you go. Knowing that the authenticity that shows up. So, wow. Well, thank you, thank you for doing the work you're doing and for making such a difference in people's lives and for folks to remember that their voice is an important part of them. Of course, to speak the truth of who they are and know that it's time, especially now, to stand up and to speak the truth of who they are. So. Grateful Beautifully to you said. For, Thank you <laughs> for doing the work you're doing, and for listeners out there. Thank you so much for joining us today. Again, you can go to Authentic Messengers blog talk blog talk forward slash authenticmessengers.com to find the other archive shows. You can also get a hold of. Colette by going to her website, which is www.thetruthisfunny.com. Is there any other sites or ways that yeah, we can um, get you can you? also um, find me at energeticupgrade.com. That's all one word, okay. energetic upgrade, and then also at t a i l s from the vector, which is my dragon paintings and stories. And um, oh, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, um, all of that at um, uh, the, uh, the Truth is Funny with Colette. And also, um, you know, you can, uh, if, uh, you, you know, I, I'm inviting people to also listen to my radio show, which is on Wednesday mornings, 8 o'clock a.m. Pacific time. And uh, it's every Wednesday morning. And you can also access that at thetruthisfunny.com. Um, there's a radio uh, page in the menu there. Wonderful. And I can tell you definitely have done your work with the certainty of the work that you do. It comes through very strong with the attitude of it's very strong with you speaking. And so that, that instills within itself wonderful confidence for those who are reaching a point of where they need some alignment which I'm sure is for most of us and um, appreciating the work that you did on us. Thank you for that precious gift. Oh, well, it is my great so, pleasure. And, uh, and once again, yeah. thank you so very much for the opportunity and for all the good work that you're doing. Um, very, thank very you. blessed. Thank I feel you. blessed to have been, uh, to have a connection with you. Thank you. Thank you, Colette. And next week, August 23rd, it's hard to believe. I seem to say this every time as we go through the months, they seem to be accelerating. It's August 23rd, and our my next guest will be Veronica Lynch. And Veronica will share her personal journey through diagnosing and healing chronic back pain. 
She explains her decision to choose surgery as her path to healing and her decision to share her story to help others who may be suffering. So please join us next week if you're able. If not, you can go to, again, you can go to our archive shows on Authentic Messengers through Block Talk Radio. And again, if anyone is interested in getting our new book, Life Sparks, you can now go to AuthenticMessengers.com to be able to secure your copy. And eventually, I'm not sure if it is already, it will be on Amazon. If you're interested in the possibility of being in a second volume of Life Sparks, you can, again, go to AuthenticMessengers.com to be able to find out more information. And so just a little sharing of my own. I'm down in Oregon right now. I usually live up in Washington, up on Whidbey Island, and I'm down here to celebrate my most loved festival, which is the didgeridoo I've had the opportunity <laughs> to do last weekend with I the love it. And, uh, <laughs> I want to come visit you coming, there. <laughs> Come and visit, and the next weekend it's coming up here on the Oregon coast. And I, I've been blessed with being with so many amazing healers who bring in the healing work of the didgeridoo, which is one of the the most the oldest instrument. And the vision I have of, of working with the didge and those who play it much better than I do is similar to Avatar, as the beautiful vibration of the didge goes through Mother and um, sends out the healing vibration. And so with each and every one of you, I send you blessings and love, knowing that we are the instrument of change and to know that you're not alone on this journey. And so much love to all of you. And thank you again, Colette, for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. It's, uh, as I said, my pleasure. (laughs) Make it a great day, everyone, and we'll connect again next week. Take good care. Thank you.